What's up, everybody? My name is Brandon. This is Body Mouse Sports, your spot for uncensored and unfiltered sports opinions. Today, Zooming with the Boys, episode one. We're going to be talking about the NFL draft. I'm going to go around and introduce some of these sec fucks, and they'll tell you a little bit about each other. Jordan. What's up, everybody? Jordan, Cowboys fan. We need them, boys. Let's go. Owen. What's going on? My name's Owen. Cleveland Browns fan, gonna talk with my picks and uh, make sure they're better than everyone else's. Tyler. Uh, my name's Tyler. I'm the brother of Body Mouth Sports, New England Patriots fan, and just waiting to see Mac, Milk Bag Mac go to <laughs> <laughs> And last but not least, Cole. Um, I'm a casual fan here. Uh, Brandon saved the best for last, and uh, I'm gonna. Say go Chargers. <laughs> go Chargers. <laughs> All right. So I guess we're going to run through the uh, top 10 picks and then we'll get into our individual teams. So first off, Jaguars select Trevor Lawrence first overall. No big surprise. I don't really think we need to go through that. Uh, he was projected to go first overall since a long fucking time ago, probably since we were born. Um Second overall pick, New York Jets, uh, select Zach Wilson. Another no-brainer, another no-surprise. I had him in the mock draft as well going second. Anybody want to talk about uh, Zach at all? Or Not much to say on those two guys, I don't think. I think they're, they're studs to go with those two picks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were uh, – Yeah, sorry. Zach – I think Zach is going to go for second just based on the, the draft combine there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, the Jets definitely needed someone at quarterback. They got their guy. I mean, I think it's going to be interesting, though, with Trevor Lawrence, with all the uh, the hype he's had to see if he can once again overcome it, especially in an organization like the Jaguars. So, I mean, we'll see what happens there with those two. I was just surprised that with the second overall pick, they took a quarterback from, like, a small market school. Like, BYU is – on, to be honest, a not very like popular school compared to like LSU, Alabama. Like they left a lot of they left good quarterbacks on the board for number two. To be honest, like I, I would have put Trey Lance over Zach Wilson, just based on size and a bigger market school, basically. Well said. Well said. All right, so the third pick, San Francisco 49ers. This was maybe the first bubble pick or the surprise pick of the draft. They selected Trey Lance. I didn't really see it coming, but Jordan, what do you think about Trey Lance, bud? No, I didn't see that one coming either. Personally, I thought Justin Fields would have went before Trey Lance would have. But, again, Trey Lance never threw an interception. So, I don't – it's not a bad pick either at the same time. <clears throat> No. Owen, you got anything to say about the big Trey man? Um, definitely a baller. Uh, not sure if it's, he's a third overall baller, but uh, like Jordan just said, the no interception thing, <laughs> obviously intriguing for NFL teams, but him not playing a game all year is also intriguing to see how he can perform. I don't think he's going to start. I think they're going to give it to Jimmy G again, see how that, see how that fares out. But uh I guess we'll just wait and see what Trey Lance can do. T. Um, I'm with Owen on that. Like, we'll see. Like, let Jimmy G go, and if he can't, give Trey a shot. But I don't see him coming in and like making like making the start right off the hop. Cole, baby, you got anything to say about the big T Meister? I mean, like, this is the first pick where. the quarterback position went for the guy to come in be a day one starter. So, I mean, I think they definitely took a guy with a little more potential uh, like risk, but I mean, Hey, he's going to have some time to grow and we'll see what happens. Yeah. I personally think Trey Lance is going to either split the season with Jimmy G or they're just going to get rid of Jimmy G and Trey will be their starter next year. In my opinion. Yeah. Um, pick number four, Atlanta Falcons. <clears throat> they broke my fucking heart. 
<laughs> they uh, they took Kyle Pitts. I mean, it was a no-brainer pick at that point. I guess they're going with Matt Ryan. George, you got anything to say about the big uh, big Kyle Pitts? Um, I mean, I know it broke your heart. Uh, honestly, I I personally thought they're going to go quarterback too, but Matt Ryan's not terrible. I just I guess they got to give him some more weapons and. What better weapon than Kyle Pitts? I mean, guys, a tight end that can fucking run faster than some wide receivers. So 4.4 and a 40 is pretty damn good, I'd say. <clears throat> Owen? Uh, I like this pick for uh, Matty Ice. Julio, Calvin Ridley, they're injury prone. Hopefully this guy can stay healthy for Matt Ryan. He has a weapon to throw to. I mean, who are you going to cover? Julio Jones, Ridley, and now you got to throw Kyle Pitts in the mix. I think Pitts is probably the most athletic player in this draft, running a 4-4 like George just said in the 40. Uh, it's pretty damn good, and uh, I like this pick a lot. Tyler? Uh, I like it. Uh, it's another weapon for Matt Ryan, and – Shows that Atlanta's confident in Matt Ryan's ability at quarterback. So maybe they're hoping for like a contract restructure to work out some cap room or something. If they're looking for like going forward in the future with Kyle Pitts too. Uh, personally, I thought Atlanta should have traded their pick, like traded down and got like defense. Uh, seems to be like what they lack every year. Like they never really have a problem putting points on the board. It's always like holding another team back. So I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, like <clears throat> with the Julio Jones injury, Matt Ryan like threw to nobodies for fucking half the year and still threw like 4,400 yards. So yeah, kind of says about Matt Ryan. It's understandable they didn't uh, – draft a quarterback I just thought that they would because Matt's going getting up in age but I guess they're saving it for another year last but not least uh Cole baby um going into the draft there was a lot of speculation and rumors around Julio Jones uh, being shipped out of Atlanta and I think had something gone uh, forward with that, we would have probably seen a quarterback selected here at four, and Atlanta probably would have hit the reset button. But, I mean, you can't really pass up on a guy like Pitts. Hopefully he doesn't flame out and bust because there's a lot of hype around this guy, and there's going to be a lot of high expectations for him. So hopefully he fills those shoes. We'll see. He's uh, He's definitely got a lot of hype about him, so – him and Trevor Lawrence have the biggest hype in this whole draft. So hopefully they live up to the expectation. But if time repeats itself over and over again, I don't think that they will. He's got to fill the boots of being the, the highest tight end ever picked. So, yep. That's got to be a lot of weight on his shoulders. He's got a lot of weight on his shoulders. You're right about that. I guess we'll move to five Cincinnati Bengals. Broke my heart again. They took uh, Jamar Chase, wide receiver out of LSU. You guys know the order. Jord hit us off, but what do you think about Jamar Chase going to Cincinnati and reuniting with Joe Burrow? I think it's a really good pick. Um, yeah, I think Joe Burrow has a weapon now, but at the same time, I think he needed some protection because, I mean, that big injury there, see how he fares when he comes back, but uh, – I think Jamari Chase and him are going to work well together, <clears throat> personally. I'm uh, I'm with uh, – I think they're going to work well together, but uh, you can't uh, disregard those two nasty scars on Joey B's uh, knee there. So, I personally think Penny Sewell would have been a good fit there, but the way they talk about Jamar Chase and his abilities on the field is – I think he could have probably played in the NFL last year, but I think I think Joe Burrow's used to throwing to him. He's going to give them a weapon in the slot. I believe he fits well in the slot with that team. So good offense to watch for. I'm in agreement with both of them again. I definitely think they should have went with Panay Sewell at the fifth overall pick. Uh, we were talking about it on draft night. The Bengals put out their pictures of 
their new uniforms and just the most horrifying thing is the scar on Joe Burrow's knee. So it's like, you look at that and you're like, well, that's going to re-enter itself again. So like, you think you just want to do everything in your power to protect, you know, your star, but I guess adding another star could be a solution as well. So. Yeah, for sure. You guys are all uh, kind of going exactly the route that I'm thinking as well. I mean, um, like I said earlier, I'm definitely a casual, but when it comes to um, the write-ups that I've read on these guys, it seems like to me, tools. Cole, are you there? <laughs> <laughs> I love the <laughs> Have a good, you just dropped. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, oh, now Sorry, you're cutting in and out. <laughs> I'm cutting in and out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're good now. Right Did now. you hear anything? Yeah, you're good now. Man, all right. Well, I was just saying, like, I'm with you guys, guys too. Like, Panay Sewell, I think he's a hell of a prospect, like, a lot of potential there. and you take my first overall last year, you should do your best to protect them after that injury. Um, you know, giving them a familiar face, though, and Jamar Chase, definitely not a uh, a bad call after what we saw them do at uh, at school together. So, I'm in the same boat. I thought the Panesul draft pick was locked in for them, but it's completely understandable. They want to reunite, like, college teammates. And that kind of leads us off into the sixth pick of the draft. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a little treat for this one. Sixth pick, Miami Dolphins. They reunite Jalen Waddle and Tua Tagovailoa down in South Beach, Miami Gardens, Florida, to be exact. I, uh, I mean, it was shows that it was kind of a mistake to draft or to trade from three to twelve and then back up to six, but. We got extra draft capital and we got Jalen Waddle, so I really can't complain. We got a stud. Um, Twitter's been blowing up saying Tyreek 2.0. Don't throw the pressure on the guy right now, but fuck, I hope to see it. What do you guys think? Yeah, it's a good pick. Uh, I definitely think it uh, hurt not getting Kyle Pitts there, but I personally thought you guys might have taken Devontae Smith, Um, but – I think he is a little small. Jalen Waddle is retardedly fast, too, running that 4.37 in the 40. So I like him and two are going to work well together. And you guys do have a pretty good tight end as it is. I mean, just like he's solid. So I think it's going to work out. <clears throat> and later in the draft, we kind of – sorry to interrupt you, Owen, but later in the draft, we drafted tight end Hunter Long, who's literally a Mike Jusecki 2.0. It's like Mike cloned himself. So we, we made up for it in the end. Miami did that a lot this draft. So, but Owen, what do you think about uh, Jalen Waddle? I like him. He's a stud. He uh, he had the injury this year, and I think that's the only reason why Devontae Smith bloomed was uh, because Jalen Waddle went down with that injury. But, no, I think uh, that pick's perfect. Tua's got himself a weapon he's familiar with. I think that was an issue last year with uh, Tua and his 90-yard passing game. Sorry to hate on him, but um, he is a good quarterback. I think getting that weapon is right up his alley for uh, for success. I think he's going to be a good addition to your offense this year, especially you guys fired your offensive coordinator, which was probably the greatest thing you guys could have done after watching some of your games last year. You guys just moved the ball like West Coast, didn't really move forward. So I'm hoping uh, to watch Jalen Waddle just run up the seam and just catch balls all day from Tua. Be pretty entertaining. He looks pretty quick. Like his college highlights, he's just blowing by every single corner and safety. So it should be pretty entertaining. Yeah, for a guy, like I said um, earlier, definitely casual. So um, not being able to watch him this year um, at all when I was kind of watching some of the, uh, the college clips there, I didn't get to see too much from. But I mean, the guy has – 
top-notch speed. They said he's almost might arguably be the second uh, fastest guy on the field since Tyreek, like he had said earlier. So, I mean, hell of a lot of potential there. I mean, gives to a, a guy that he, he's familiar with, a guy that he knows to uh, put the ball in the hands of, like Joe Burrow. And uh, this is only the second part of uh, a couple um, wide receivers we see meeting up with uh, their old quarterback. So, it'll be interesting for sure. Definitely. And that leads us into the seventh pick. Detroit Lions finally take Panay Sewell off the board. I mean, Detroit Lions have a lot of fucking holes. Panay Sewell, I guess, adds to all, but you got bigger holes and you got bigger fish to fry. I guess you got to take Panay if he's still on the board, but could have won another way. I guess they were probably waiting for one of those weapons like Waddle, Pitts, or Chase to fall down and they never did. So I guess they took a hole off the board with Panay Sewell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I honestly don't even know what to really think of this pick. Um, Jared Goff, personally, I don't think is the answer. Um, I don't think he has many weapons either. Like, he like still could have taken Devontae Smith and – I don't know. I just – I don't think an offensive tackle is personally the answer. I don't think Jerry Goff is either. I don't think the Detroit Lions are going to be a very good team this year. No, this is a fuck Jared Goff uh, platform. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I'm going to touch on the Jared Goff thing. Um, Matt Stafford was the guy there. I think all that they needed to do was fire coach, fire OC – do something. That guy's a beast. Um, now you got Jared Goff with no Marvin Jones, um, no Kenny Galladay, and you've added a pass protector. Seeing how it went with Pitts and Chase and Waddle all going one, two, three in their order, um, Devonta Smith would have been the next best pick for them. But if they can somehow swing something, trade deadline, somehow get a wide receiver or someone that Jared Goff can get the ball to because he saw in L.A. He had Robert Woods. He had Cooper Cup. He had guys to throw to, and he still didn't do the greatest job. But maybe a new new town, new face of the city, maybe he can do something. Uh, <clears throat> I got a different take on this, I think. I see this as, like, a potential, like, steal of the draft almost like Panay Sewell is probably like one of the best value players coming out of the draft like he's I would say he's probably one of the most NFL ready like he's a literal bear with legs he, you know he's coming out and making an impact right off the start and like long term like his I think he's gonna have like the best long-term value out of this draft class maybe with the exception of Trevor Lawrence just because of quarterback but uh, I like you saw the videos like I don't know if you guys did but the Lions GMs were literally almost crying chest oh, bumping yeah. each other with the fact they got Panay Sewell like I think it was just more or less like the other teams had their team needs and it just so happened that he fell down that far and they you can't pass on that guy like you can't let him go any further than that yeah I agree with you there that's how I feel as well. I think they did, they were just locked, and they were like, well, fuck, Panay's still here, so we have to take him. Yeah. Definitely. He's, he's definitely a good pick. Like, not a, no doubt about it. Oh, 100%. I just, I just think weapons would have been better for Goff, personally. Yeah. Cool. I think um, from kind of what I've seen um, on a few write-ups, I mean, that's all I really have to base my information off of is that um, Panay Sewell, I'm going with, it's my value pick of the draft. It's hard to call someone a steal at seven. Um, but having the draft, so, um, like you guys said, weapon heavy at the top with three tubers and a, a tight end going ahead of them. I, I, I know it's not flashy, but, uh, like Jordan said, off's not the answer. Not going to be in Detroit this year. We're going to see them at the top of the draft again next year. And uh, I think there's a lot of potential for them to uh, to go for a weapon next year for sure. Uh, if I had to guess, we'll probably see a quarterback 
going next year in the first round to Detroit, but uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, we could probably see a top five pick from Detroit again this year. You can always count on them to be dog water. So, yeah, they're going to be hot dog water ass this year. Um, yeah, they're definitely going to be in the top 10 for picks next year. It all depends on how deep the draft is because this draft class was actually one of the deeper draft classes in the yeah. recent years. So, we'll just, I guess, we'll see how it all plays out and we'll see how everything goes with the college season next year. These next couple picks, I just kind of want to fucking read right through them. Like Carolina Panthers, they select J.C. Horn. It was a shock that they selected J.C. Horn over Patrick Sertan. Yeah. They, uh, you would think with Sam Darnold being added to the roster, they would try and get a weapon for Sammy Boy to actually see if he is what he is. I thought Devontae Smith also would have been perfect for this organization. Um. There we go. Um, Denver Broncos select Patrick Sertan. In my mock draft, I had him going to the Cowboys at 10. Obviously, the Cowboys traded down to 12. Um, would have been a perfect fit for to be a Cowboy, but everything uh, doesn't happen the way it does, and that's why it's a fucking draft. Denver Broncos could have seen them going quarterback as well because Drew Locke is an absolute fucking bust, and we're going to come see that here in the near future. And that leads us to the last pick in the top 10 we'll all talk about, I guess. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles traded up with the Dallas Cowboys. A bit of a shock. They traded in their division to climb up to 10, and they selected Devontae Smith, 10th, going to the Eagles. What does everybody think about Devontae going to Philly? Uh, I don't think it's a bad pick. Uh, I think – after the Cowboys just saw that they weren't getting Patty Sertan, they just said, you know, let's, let's get rid of We know they're not going to take any in defense anyway. So they figured just give up their pick, go to 12, take Mike Parsons. And because Bears obviously needed the quarterback too, at the same time, they're not going to pass up Justin Fields. So, yeah. <clears throat> don't have too much to say about the Eagles. I don't like the Eagles. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm not too high on the Eagles, not familiar with their team a lot, but I like Smith going and going to be playing with another teammate, just, or, uh, Jalen Hurts, fuck, forgot his name there for a second. Um, no, I like, <laughs> yeah, literally, <laughs> I like Smith going there. I mean, they don't really have any weapons on wide receivers they were using third string practice squad wide receivers coming down to the end of the year and I mean Hertz Hertz did well with what he had good for him but I don't I'm not really keen on Devontae Smith's six foot 165 pound frame I think uh, when you have Harrison Smith or someone like big strong safety lurk, lurking him down. It's going to be game over and CTE by the time he's 23. So uh, <laughs> I guess we'll just see how Devontae Smith pans out there. Uh, yeah. Like I think he's, I think he's going to be a good fit in Philadelphia. Like that crowd is definitely going to have to toughen him up. Like he's not going to be able to take shit from their fans or, or they'll let him know. <laughs> Um, fitting into their system though, like you guys are saying, uh, Jalen Hurts, but I think it's going to be the Joe Flacco show this year down there. <laughs> uh, bold prediction, so I th <laughs> yeah. I think uh, Flacco is going to be the one airing it out to Devontae Smith. But if uh, you watched his uh, no. like highlight tapes and stuff, he's so fast off the line and like just his cut moves and like how fast he can burn a defender is just crazy. So, like, I don't think that's going to be the issue, it's just whenever he gets Matt, like going into like the secondary and stuff, he's going to have to watch out because those boys aren't going to let up on him. No. Yeah. I mean, he's probably one of the most interesting picks in the draft. One of the biggest question marks as to, is he going to translate? Well, I mean, we see it lots in, uh, in many sports where we see a, a top dog come from even high school to college or college to, uh, the NFL, when guys get bigger, get faster, they get stronger. 
Um, it, it can ruin some guys, uh, some their games, especially being a small, smaller guy like that. Um, a lot of potential for them out, but I mean, you don't win the Heisman if you suck. So the guy's got some skill. We'll see how, uh, see how he fits in the NFL. Well said, Cole. Uh, just a brief intermission before we get into our individual teams. This is my bold prediction of the video. I think that a lot of teams that have that like two-way quarterback and then they have like the old school quarterback, like the Jalen Hurts and Joe Flacco shit, I'm going to see – I'm predicting in the next five to ten years there's going to be a modded fucking I-formation, but instead of I-formation, it's going to be a double shotgun back, two quarterbacks on the field – and one throwing and one fucking running. Both of them can throw, and we'll see what the fuck happens. And I'm I'm fucking putting that on paper right fucking now. I'm the first to say it. So <laughs> once everybody fucking comes back and checks this video out, I fucking told us so. <laughs> All right, we'll get into our individual teams. I guess I'll start at with home, I guess. Miami <laughs> Dolphins. I mean, we did pretty fucking good. I'm pretty pleased about it. A couple picks at, like, first were kind of eh. Uh, we had the Isley brothers in the second round come out. And uh, they, uh, they must have been drunk or high as a kite. I don't know what it was, but they didn't even – it took them about five minutes to make their way to the microphone to announce Javon Holland safety. Uh, that can only mean one thing. I think we're getting rid of Bobby McCain, our free safety, and we're just going to roll Eric Rowe at free safety and put Javon Holland as a rookie, sa uh, strong safety. Really, at first, I was really disappointed with the Jalen Phillips pick at uh, 18. Uh, definitely need a running back. Kind of sucks when, you know, you need a running back and you decide in the seventh round to pick a fucking – bust running back up but Jalen Phillips he's going to be a steal in the draft all my uh all my Finns Twitter accounts have been saying Jalen Phillips is an absolute fucking dog and I can't wait to see it we got Hunter Long tight end I believe that was in the third round I mean he's a Mike Jasecki clone um we got another offensive tackle but offensive tackle a lot of retarded NFL network announcers rich eyes and people who don't know who they're, what they're talking about uh put a tackle as a priority for the miami dolphins not knowing that we drafted a tackle in the first round and a guard in the second round last year and we've also picked up a new center and new tackles in the offseason free agent signing overall miami dolphins fans are pretty pleased with this draft and uh can't wait for the next season added game as well we got a tough schedule but i believe we're going to be a playoff team this year and for years to come yeah uh well round one we took mike parsons obviously i, I love the pick i personally was hoping for Patty Sertan to still be available, but we traded up and took the next best thing, obviously. Um, I mean, Mike Parsons is a dog. We need the cow one thing the Cowboys need. I've said it a million times is defense. Like we absolutely need defense. We have, we're so offensive heavy. It's insane. Um, yeah. Parsons though. I mean, guys like 245 runs under a 4.4 and a 40. He's insane. Um, I mean, that was a steal for me. Another pick I really liked, though, was round, going down to round five, actually. And uh, it was a wide receiver we took, but um, he's a big boy. He's 220 and 6'4". Uh, and I personally think he's going to get switched over to tight end because we don't really have a tight end on our team. Um, we have Blake Jarwin, and he's – I don't know. Don't even really know what to say about him, but I think uh, Sammy Fahoko is going to get the the move up to tight end. And if Dak Prescott can make it back healthy in time for the season, I think it's going to be an all right year for us. So. Do you mean to tell me Jason Witten is no longer a Dallas Cowboy? <laughs> retired game, retired game back. Some other team too, I'm pretty sure. And then retired again. For the Raiders. 
Yeah. Um, Did he retire again yet or what? Nah, not yet. I think he's trying to give it one more go, just like Greg Olson. He's going to just go until he hits the records. (laughs) Yeah, Dallas Cowboys, it was funny to watch because everyone knew they had defensive holes all over the place. And through, like, the first four rounds, it was all defense. That was actually good to see. Yeah, totally defensive heavy, and I personally love it. So, I love that Micah Parsons pick. Yeah, the Micah yeah. Parsons pick was dope. Jerry yeah. was obviously obviously took his good pills that day because he had his fucking head clear. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland Browns insider, I'm calling on you. Well, thank you. Um, I like how it went. Uh, at first, I ran a text me and just all he said was, Greg Newsom, and at first I wasn't too high on it, but I mean, I like it. I've been reading some stuff about it. People say he is potentially one of the best steals where he went for his value. Um, he's got a lot of praise from former coaches. Uh, Northwestern, obviously, really high on him, but I think it's going to. It's going to be a good season if we can keep Denzel Ward and Greedy Williams healthy. Uh, now we have Greg Newsom, and I just I personally think that uh, it's a good a good pick there in the first round. Uh, second round, probably gonna hear me say it later. I think what well, we got the second round of Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa. Remember that name? I think he is the steal of the draft for every team. Um, there was concerns about a heart issue that was cleared. He's ready to roll. He's going to be eaten up with Miles Garrett, Jadavion Clowney. If they all stay healthy, that's the, that's always the thing with Cleveland's keeping players healthy. I'm not sure what's in the air in Cleveland, but, um, stink. I don't know. Tires. I think tires we- stink. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're getting LeBron jerseys. I guess we're throwing LeBron jerseys. I guess this has turned into throwing shade, so I'll pick pick my uh, chance. Uh, I'm not going to go too deep uh, with the six picks, but. Yeah, I know Cleveland didn't either, so. (laughs) Are you talking about the Bucks or the Pats? (laughs) Yeah, we'll see, buddy. Um, Third round. We pick up Anthony Schwartz. Not sure if anyone knows that name or not, but uh, he did run the fastest 40, 426. Um, he's an absolute fucking piss missile. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Um, I'm not sure how great his hands are or anything else related to football. Uh, out of his 117 catches, he had six touchdowns, but it's definitely decent. Um, but I don't think anyone in college can guard that. So he think he was open a lot. I don't know what the future holds with Odell, but if we can make it work there, then great. So if this the guy, guy can, can stay healthy, yeah, literally, if he can stop busting his knee and ankle, Jesus. Um, Their offense relies on the shakiness of Baker Mayfield and injury prone Odell. If everything's in full motion, you guys are you guys yeah. are sick sick offense. Great Odell. Yeah, I mean. This guy ran a, a 10 flat in the 100 meter. Like, he's he's very quick. So, if he can bust down the field and take coverage away from guys like Juice and Higgins and Odell, then I think to leave those guys a little more open. But I'm taking too much time talking about my boys. So, this isn't, uh, this isn't projected at Cleveland Odell. It's more projected at New York Odell. So, I don't take it personally, but. Like Odell's productivity depends on how many dumps you can sniff out of the fucking toilet that week. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, if you, if you can get a solid four dumps sniffed out, I yeah, he's good to go. Two hundred yards on Sunday. <laughs> uh, New England Patriots slash Tampa Bay Buccaneers inside. Yeah, yeah, you gotta. Add I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna handle the New England Patriots. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I just want to say before you handle the New England Patriots that uh, I called the Kyle draft uh, draft pick. It was a it was a round off, but I'm glad Kyle Trask is staying in Florida. Anyways, yeah, on. 
All right. So uh, first round, uh, New England, I felt really good about it. Uh, I thought we were going to have to trade up to try and solidify a quarterback. Uh, I had a really good feeling New England was going to take a quarterback. Uh, so then when I saw this one certain quarterback continuously drop, I knew it was almost for certain we weren't going to have to trade. And that man is <laughs> this guy. We go fucking three letters first name, five letters last name, just like the old one. Mac Jones coming to New England. Um, I like the pick. He's he's exactly what uh, Josh McDaniels like what he normally like wants his offense to look like. He's a pocket presence quarterback. Believe it or not, he is decently in shape. He runs a four seven even with this hot bod. So uh, looks like high school. He can definitely move. Uh, I think it would be pretty <laughs> sweet if uh, going off what Brandon said earlier, you could totally run a wildcat offense in New England with Cam Newton and Mac Jones. Mac Jones would obviously be the gunslinger because I think Cam Newton might be partially blind. Or, <laughs> but yeah, like a wildcat offense would be awesome. Hand the ball off to Cam Newton, let him tuck his head down and just drive three people and let Mac pass the ball around. I think it'd be fun to see. Uh, next, we got uh, Christian Barrymore. Uh, always a good pick. Pick up uh, front seven, especially in a Bill Belichick defense. Any defensive player you're picking up in the draft is going to be an asset for you. It's going to be a cheap contract. You got him for three years guaranteed because you know they're getting shipped out after that. Uh, again, beefs it up a bit. I believe we lost Adam Butler in the offseason, and he was a very big presence in our defense the last few years. So it's nice to see some young talent coming. Uh, picked up Ronnie Perkins again. We're hurting on the D-line, I would say. Like, our run defense was pretty bad last year. I know we had a lot of key players out because of, like, COVID and just straight-up injuries or other related issues and retirement. So, I like, I like that pick. Uh, next, we took uh, Ramondre Stevenson in the fourth round, running back. He's a power back. So... It's not like he's going to be replacing like James White, who's just seems to be like a pretty consistent receiving back for us. Like that's the only the time I see James White on the field is when we're passing. So uh, could mean that we're looking to get rid of Sony Michelle, which would kind of hurt. I really like him as a player. And then the next pick that I really liked was in the sixth round. It was a, uh, Joshua Bledsoe, we picked up a safety. Uh, we lost Patrick Chung this past uh, offseason. Key hard-hitting safety, so it'll be nice to add him in there with uh, Adrian Phillips and Kyle Duggar. Just get some hard-hitting safeties going back on that team. Defense is the heart and soul of the New England Patriots, so they need to make sure it's staying strong. I'm surprised you remembered all that stuff about New England. I kind of thought you lost everything when – Mr. Brady left, but yeah, well, it's impressive. Nah, I got to stay on top, buddy. Cole, are you going in on a team, bud? <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, I'll cover the the, the Chargers here real quick. I mean, um, I was kind of forced upon to become a Chargers fan when I was real young, so I've kind of always had them in the in the back of my head here. But you know, they're um, watching the draft last year. Um, we saw Herbert go to the Chargers um, as a huge casual. I did not expect um, the Herbert that we saw this year to uh, perform. I mean, you come out with uh, a season like that, your team goes out for you in the first round and picks up a huge tack like Rashawn Slater. You, no matter what, at that point, you're having a, uh, a good draft at the end of it. Um, personally, I would have liked to have seen them try and maybe make a move up for Panay Sewell. Um, although I did, you can't really argue that getting Rashawn Slater and keeping all your draft capital um, is a loss, right? So, um, you know, I think with a team like the Chargers, uh, similar to the Patriots, having some guys come back, I know that they were missing some guys throughout the year last year. I mean, I mean things could be interesting and exciting in, uh, in uh, Los Angeles this year. All right. 
Now we'll talk about the uh, the steals of the draft. We got I got two. Justin Fields at eleven going to Chicago. Uh, the way Chicago Bears were talking the whole time, Andy Dalton was their man, and uh, I thought they were fucking delusional. <laughs> but that's a ten million dollar backup right there, boys. And, See you later, uh, bud. <laughs> adios. And second steal is uh, again. I'm gonna rely on the steady information by all the Dolphins uh, fan twitters and Dolphins Twitter accounts. Jalen Phillips, 18th going to Miami, staying in Miami, staying home. Um, I mean, he's going to be the talk of the town. A lot of people are saying he's even the steal of the draft. So, and shout out to Bengal. He's pretty high up on Bengal's list as uh, top picks in the draft. So I got to ride with my boys and I got to ride for my town, my fucking city. Let's go. Jordan. Uh, yeah, uh, my steal the draft. I'm gonna say yeah, Justin Fields too. Uh, even though sometimes quarterbacks go to Chicago to rot. Sorry. Um, yeah. Uh, sub goat yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's a uh, he's a good quarterback. Uh, another steal I think was actually uh, the Bucks Kyle Trask. Not gonna lie, I didn't think Kyle Trask was gonna go down that that far in the draft and uh respect to Brady's the goat but I don't think he has that many years left so I think that's a good pickup for the Bucks too uh yeah I already mentioned one of mine and the other one obviously Brandon and Jordan have already said it Justin Fields going at 11 um this guy I think is I don't want to get hate for it, but I think this guy might be better than Zach uh, Wilson. Um, he's had two complete badass years at college with Ohio State. Uh, you can't take him down, and if you do, he gets right back up. I think this guy's a fighter. Um, it's going to be tough being a quarterback in Chicago, I think, if you look at the past few years and what they've turned out. One of them's a backup in Buffalo, and the other one shouldn't even be playing, I don't think, anymore. But – um, sorry, Seb, but Fields might be the guy, and I hope he is. I'm high on him. I hope he does well. Yeah, There's still, obviously, Ousu Koromoa for Cleveland. I'm not sure how you can be projected in the top teens of the draft in the first round and slide 52nd in the second round. Um, he plays the game like – up, down, left, right, no matter where he is, he's in, he affects the field. So I'm hoping he can stay healthy. The heart issue thing, it was all cleared up. I think that might be re the reason why he slipped. But Cleveland likes to take gambles, and usually they don't pay off for them. So I'm happy they took this one, and I think it's going to pay off. But, yeah, I like I like him. I like Koromoa. I think he's going he's gonna to be a big factor. Uh, with my steal of the draft, I've got it going to a uh, six foot five, second round, 64th pick quarterback coming out of Florida. It's obviously uh, Kyle Trask. I couldn't believe that the Buccaneers passed on him on the first round, they, like with their 32nd pick. And then just the fact they got him that late in the second round just blew my mind. Like they set themselves up for the future. Um, I think you have a quarterback that's coming in through 4,200 yards last year in Florida and 43 touchdowns, um, pocket presence again, not much of a rusher, just knows how to get the job done. Essentially. Uh, he was in the running for the Heisman last year as well, with the way yeah. he was playing. So, I mean, it's going to be exciting if you ever, like when we get to see him come into the league and start playing. He was fifth, every, and not, fifth in Heisman voting. Yeah, yeah, he's got every single weapon he needs to in Tampa Bay if they keep that around for when Trask gets in. I think Trask is a baller. He gets to learn from the best. Yep. Well. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, by absolute definition of uh, stealing the draft, I think you 
you can't look much further than Justin Fields. The guy all year, his whole life growing up, he's the number two rated prospect of this class. Um, I mean, just quickly before the draft, you start to see him fall. The three teams that needed quarterbacks go elsewhere. And then for the other teams, they weren't super hungry for one. We see him go to Chicago at 11. I mean, he can be the savior there. Uh, hopefully it works out for him. I mean, the guy's uh, been through a lot dropping down from a, a high-rated guy to taking some flack and falling to like almost the end of the uh, the teams there. So, I mean, hey, I mean, that's the, that's the steal of the draft by definition, I think, for sure. All right. And then I guess we'll get into the reaches of the draft. Again, I've got two reaches. Trey Lance. I could have seen Trey Lance falling if San Francisco didn't pick him up. Let me, I just want to get the order right here. Atlanta obviously wasn't going to pick quarterback to Pitts. Bengals weren't going to pick quarterbacks. They just got uh, Burrow and they picked Chase. Miami Dolphins are not going to pick a quarterback. I could have seen Trey Lance dropping all the way to fucking eight or nine, but he gets picked up at three. And another reach is, sorry, Steeler Nation, but Najee Harris at 24. I'm a bit salty about the pick. I wanted, would have been fucking nice to reunite Najee, uh, Jalen Waddle, and Tua, three Alabama boys, to fucking run that Miami offense. But uh, I just think that the Steelers have a lot of holes in the O line. Hopefully they address that with free agency. I, don't even know if they fucking picked anybody up so far, but hopefully there's some fucking scraps they can scrap together here now um, or make a trade or some shit. But yeah, Najee Harris at 24, the honestly, the running back talent in this, like they're good running backs, but they could have fallen to the second round. Jordan. Yeah. Um, Again, I agree. My reach, I'd have to go with Trey Lance. I seen him falling a bit in the draft too. Uh, even maybe even nine. Like I figured, figured uh, Denver would have taken a quarterback. Um, I don't think Trey Lance is, or sorry, Drew Locke is the answer there. Um, another one I got two. I'd say J.C. Orn, number eight, Carolina Panthers. I thought Patty Sertan would have went ahead of J.C. Horn. And I don't really think they needed a corner. <laughs> they could have got a weapon maybe for Sammy. But, uh, yeah, so once I go. Um, I'm going to add into this Trey Lance hate. Uh, I think he might be biggest reach of this draft. I think you could have replaced Justin Fields with Trey Lance and gotten a lot more value. Not sure what the 49ers look at for film, but, well, there was no film for Trey Lance this year. So, um, I don't know. Uh, he's obviously good. His stats don't lie, but I'm not sure if a third overall pick has got Trey Lance's name on it. Uh, the next one I have is uh, Alex Leatherwood for the uh, the Raiders. Um, there's a lot more value in this draft. Yes, Alex Leatherwood had great statistics throughout his years at Alabama, and he's an Alabama player, so obviously they're going to come into the league and be a force. Um, I think there's a lot. There's just a lot of holes in the Raiders team. Um, not sure if that was the greatest pick, but I guess we'll wait and see and see if this guy uh, turns out to be someone. Uh, my reach of the draft is later in the first round. It's the 29th pick, cornerback Eric Stokes to Green Bay. Uh, I think that's reach of the draft. I don't know why Green Bay thinks it's a good idea to go out not seeking offensive weapons after his quarterback expresses that he is unhappy. I mean, you could ship him out, but he is reigning MVP, can prove that he can still ball, 
and all he's asking for is, you know, get him some weapons there. But, I mean. They had a chance. They had a chance. <laughs> yeah, they had a chance to kind of mend the relationship, especially yeah. after all the trade rumors and all the shit about Aaron Rodgers coming out on draft day. Like, they had a chance to kind of mend the relationship a little bit, but their decision was to just throw gas on the fire and let's just take a cornerback. So Aaron Rodgers took his down for the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. <laughs> he had no interest. He was that's the only thing he was worried about this week was the Kentucky Derby. He had some money to win. <laughs> Goal, what do you um, think, Bobsy Bob? You know, hopefully we're all wrong about this, but uh, I'm gonna hop on the, the Trey Lance train here. Um, at three, you'd like to see a guy that's a solidified star, a guy that um, you can feel confident in. Like we all said, like limited. Um, tape on Trey Lance, limited game time. Um, a lot of potential there, as we said before, but typically in the NFL, we see um, a lot more like NFL-ready picks go in the top part of the draft. I just think he's a bit of a, a reach for that reason. But, uh, you know, hopefully we all eat our words and he, he fills the shoes of the third overall pick. I think we're probably going to end up eating our words because last season he played, he had 30 touchdowns, zero interceptions, and then ran for 14 touchdowns and went <laughs> fucking 1,200 yards. So I think we're going to eventually fucking eat our words, but for now. Um, and also, I, I agree with the Owens fucking Leatherwood reach. Like, that was a fucking reach. Like, they were reaching for a fucking bag of chips in the cupboard, top shelf on that. Um, that concludes our... Zooming with the boys video episode one. Got all the boys here. I thank every one of you for joining and stay tuned for more shit. I got NBA playoff predictions coming out on Friday and this isn't going to be the only zooming with the boys. I'm confident about that. So we'll have to get the boys together soon for another big take. Thank you all for uh, tuning in like comment, subscribe down below. All my fucking links are in the description. Hit me up. Uh, we are on our way up. Thank you for all the support.